0: Welcome to the Music of America podcast, where every week we visit a different state in America and meet a different guest in the music industry. Every day, Monday through Friday, we begin in Alabama and we end in Wyoming. I'm your host, Tom Pollard. Let's talk music here on the Music of America the Music of America podcast continues. We wrap up our week in the Garden State today with our guest, Eliza Niels, a rockin' blueser or bluesy rocker, whatever we'll, we'll end up deciding at the end of the podcast, and we'll talk with her in just a moment. Now, years ago, I got into an accident at work where I ended up spending the month on my stomach while my back wounds had healed. I had scalded and severely burned my lower back about two weeks into my healing, I realized, hey, I haven't had a cigarette in like two weeks, so I quit smoking. Now, that method worked for me, but I really don't suggest it for anybody else. Thank goodness, though, there's a company called Laser Therapy South, located just outside of Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Since 2003, Laser Therapy South has helped thousands of people quit smoking, reduce stress, and alleviate chronic and acute pain. Laser Therapy South has developed their own unique approach to tackle both the physiological and habitual components of addiction to help you achieve total success. Laser therapy. It's an acupuncture based treatment that originated in Europe and in Canada about 25 years ago. Your success state is your quick date. The laser is a cold therapeutic laser that doesn't produce heat. It doesn't cut tissue. In fact, most clients walk away reporting feeling more like they've had a massage after treatment laser therapy south www dot south where all of your questions can be answered check them out if you want to quit smoking today laser therapy south where being a quitter is a good thing so liza Neal's our guest here today from yeah. jersey city but originally a detroit transplant right right so tell me about detroit what did you do there and what got you into the blues
1: Well, I uh, grew up in Detroit, both suburbs of Detroit, singing with my sisters. I went to Wayne State University. I did talent shows with my sisters growing up. I ran into a Motown legend, Barrett Strong, and that's who really opened the door for me for music because Mississippi is where he's from. He wrote Money, That's What I Want, and he learned that kind of vibe, which is a blues vibe from Ray Charles. And he's from Mississippi. And Motown is blues with a beat. So that's how I got into blues, which I call modern blues rock yeah. because it's from Mississippi and it's from the people who invented it. So that's how I got into the blues. Mm-hmm. And I've been studying and singing um, You know, since I got my degree in opera. I did that because my dad said you had to get a degree uh-huh. in something. So I did that. Five nights a week, I was singing in every single you know, sit-in place in my own band and doing whatever I could and singing blues standards and jazz and whatever kind of gig there was. So that kind of honed everything. Then when I met Barrett, we started recording songs. And then I have over 60 songs written with um, the legendary Barrett Strong. And uh, basically, he taught me a lot of what I do right now. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. That's how I got into what, it.
0: Uh, what's the transition from opera to blues?
1: Well, I never really did opera uh, professionally. I got a degree in it, and I learned okay. the, te- the technique of it. So yeah. I can go if I want and pursue that one day, but I learned how to sing. Okay, and sure. um, I didn't really want to do that for professional reasons. I'd rather do what my sisters and I would sing. My sister Valerie is a songwriter. She played piano, sing. She taught me a lot of stuff, um, how to do, you know, take a song, make it your own. Um, and it was on the blues rock side. So that's where it kind of stayed. It just added in all these elements right. along the way, the opera technique. So you're able to sing five nights a week and not lose your voice.
0: So you, you learn the tools to use yes. this tool, your voice. Exactly. Yeah. And yeah. then you
1: have to de- de-learn what you learned because sometimes it's hindering. So it's a fine line. It's like walking on a tightrope.
0: I can't, Boy, I'm, I was going to say that because you've got a really natural blues voice. You've got a good growl, that raspiness, and it's hard to get there when, you're, when your voice has been trained to do the vibrato and all that that, that you do in opera, right?
1: Exactly. But it's, it's, it's not like I knew how I was doing that before I studied opera. So it was basically turn uh-huh. it on and take it off. It's like a fuzz pedal. Yeah,
2: right, right, right. It's
1: kind of like that. Now, if you hit, you can do it, some people can't do it. It's, it is it is difficult, but it takes a lot of practice. Yeah.
0: I set up a recording session in our church once for one of our choir members. Her daughter wanted to try and get a music scholarship, and uh, she was trying to sing, and she was singing something operatic, but it really was a rock song. It just didn't work, you know? like. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So do you have a band that you perform with, Liza, do you uh, have different musicians that you perform with? Is there a set band, different guys, or how does that work?
1: Well, I, excuse me, I started out with a few musicians that I used uh, always, uh, right when I broke in, in 2015. And um, after the pandemic, that didn't work out too well, because one of them got injured, the other one was Uh, not really willing to travel so I've kind of have different people in different pockets of the world Mm -hmm. and I pick them up as I go and um, so Florida I have a certain set New York Jersey all this area I have certain sets so I have professional musicians all over the world that I play with so they are part of my brand I call it I don't have a set band I have a brand
0: there you go that's that's good you don't have to pay for everybody to get on the plane then right (laughs) no it's too
1: hard oh no i do i pay for stuff i mean but it has to be it's much better to try to do it the the way i'm doing it works for me yeah yeah yeah
0: yeah. are there uh musicians that you like playing with pretty consistently like i really like this guitar player i really like this drummer the sax players or are you just love them all they're all family
1: well, they're all great, but um, there, are, there are a couple of people that I always use. I use Frankie. Uh, Frankie Boy, he's out of Boston a lot. Um, he seems to just fit in well. And, um, you know, there's certain favorites, but sometimes they're busy too. Everybody's trying to juggle now because yeah. of the prices, the gas prices and the food prices and everything has gone up. And since the pandemic, things have changed. So people have to do more gigs. We have to get paid more. So it becomes something that you have to figure out to stay relevant and keep going.
0: I, I think but, historians are going to write about this time being the toughest time for for a musician to be a musician, because if it's you hard. Yeah, if, if you survived COVID, then you're on the other mm-hmm. side of it now, and you get so many places that used to hire music and then they stopped, and now they're mm-hmm. saying, well, let's see, look at my PNL, and I don't have to shell out a thousand bucks for this mm-hmm. or five hundred for that. In the yeah. meantime, you know, you're trying to make a living and you're still trying right. to present your craft and your art to other people. It, it, it's got to be tough. Yeah,
1: yeah, if it wasn't for the radio, like I said, um, being on SiriusXM, it would be a lot harder. But I've worked so hard to get into that position of knowing how to write songs and, you know, finally getting the uh, exposure those songs deserve is, you know, it, it's, people think you do it overnight, but no, it's, I've been doing this since 1997. Wow, okay. Mm-hmm. Have,
0: you, have you traveled abroad, or are you staying in the States? Oh, yeah.
1: I've been to Spain twice, UK twice. I've toured Europe, in a, well, in Wayne State when I went to school there. Uh-huh. We toured Europe. Um, I'm going, I just got asked to do a big festival in France, and then also Switzerland, which I've been, already been. But, yeah, oh. we're going all over the place. Yeah, I'm supposed That's to exciting. even. exciting. Yeah, yeah. It's great. Spain, maybe even India, because uh, I did Buddy Guy's uh, Mahindra Blues and so I'm in the running to perhaps go to the Mahindra 2025.
0: Oh, that's exciting! That'd be great.
1: Yeah, uh, it would be. I we'll see what happens.
0: Had the pleasure of meeting and interviewing Walter Trout once. He uh, mm-hmm. was playing in St. Louis, and uh, he was a great musician and so unaccepted in this country. And he, he's like a god in Germany. It's so. Yeah, I've bizarre. I've also up
1: for him like four times. I've been spe- been his special guest, like. Eight times.
0: No kidding! How oh, cool! Oh so, yeah,
1: he's a good friend of mine. Yeah,
0: that's awesome. I love
1: him. Yeah, he's great. So he's Super great.
0: Do you like the performance side more, or the songwriting side more?
1: I love performing. It's yeah, it's the best. Like we just played Bradenton Blues Festival, and uh, we had the whole place on their feet singing and yeah, dancing yeah. and crying. And that's what—that's really the magic, you know, of the of the job. Getting getting to connect with the people.
0: Yeah. Do you always yeah. play just your music, or do you do you mix in some of the oldies, some of the classics?
1: Oh, gosh. I, I mix it up. I mean, I play Rather Go Blind by Edda James. Uh yeah. I play f- some Foghat. You know, oh, it depends. On, it depends on the crowd. Yeah. You know, I always fine-tune the crowd, where, you know, where I'm going, and what covers I think they would like.
0: What instrument I do you football.
1: play? I, I play piano.
0: You do? Okay. A, yeah. I think the, the last song we're going to listen to, I was listening to beforehand of some really cool slide work going on that. And I thought, I got to ask if you're playing guitar on this. This is so good.
1: Oh, no, that's my, it's probably Mike P. That's who um, okay. was the engineer with me in Detroit for Barrett Strong. And he's now in Florida, but we gotcha. go, he's did my very first album with me that I did called I'm waiting in 1997. So we've come full circle working together again.
0: Well, fun. How exciting. Yeah.
1: There, yeah. Yeah. Mike P. He's great. The
0: first song of yours we're going to play is a song called Candy Store. Okay. And it's such a good blues song. It's just like, it's like, it just drips. It's like a a Bonnie Raitt blues type of song. It's just so good. Yeah, I love it. So what's it about? Tell us what Candy Store is about.
1: Candy Store is about when you are, you know, have had enough of a certain person who's pretty much a loser. Yeah. (laughs) And you're like, you're closing your door, basically. No yeah. more, no more of the shenanigans. That's, that's it. what it's about. And it's a tongue-in-cheek about you know old school blues. Like right. when you listen to Ruth Brown or Coco Taylor or Etta James, they write tongue-in-cheek, and that's how uh, Willie Dixon wrote, right? And all the greats. So that's where I was coming from. And Barrett taught me that style. He said, make every line be a story, make everybody you know either laugh or cry or make them do something. Yeah. So that's where that came from.
0: That's so clever because it really caught me. Now this is like a, a traditional blues song and it's not. It's current, but it it fits in with like like you said, like Coco Taylor. I can see Coco Taylor walking out and doing the song right now. You know? Right,
1: that's what I had in mind, and then with just with me singing, it, I think made it modern because it's yeah. like what I what I do is modern, right? Uh-huh. I mean, we hope we hope. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> well, it, it got me. I thought I was blown away. I wanted to hear more, so that's always good. Oh, that's, good. Right? That's what oh, you that's mind.
1: great. Yeah.
0: The, I'm, I'm, thank you. Oh, well, thank you. The our guest Eliza Niels from Jersey City, and the first song we're going to listen to here is a song called "Candy Store" on the Music of America podcast.
3: in your patty, no bubble in your yum, no juice in your fruit, ain't nobody want none, no ice in your cream, no jelly in your ranch, no chalky in your brownie, no lift in your pants, I said, nah, ain't nobody The lights are dim, the floors are dirty, ain't never gone back in, robbing me with treats, ain't gonna work this time, word on the street, you better check on that side. I said nah.
0: song called Candy Store here on the Music of America podcast. Our guest, Liza Neals, Eliza Neals. We'll get back right. with Eliza in a moment. River Ridge Farm. Vermont's recreation lover's dream is a gorgeous vacation rental nestled in the green mountains of Vermont. River Ridge Farm is an escape to everything wonderful that Vermont has to offer. This historic farmhouse is set atop 16 acres of fields with mountain views, pasture, a pond, tree-lined river frontage. Go enjoy this beautiful spot in the heart of the Green Mountain State. Along with the multiple nearby ski and mountain resorts, breweries, hiking and biking trails, and other tourist activities, this spot is unique due to its multiple mountain views and, of course, the resident farm animals. When you make your reservation, talk to the host, Diana, and set up an interaction with all of her farm animals. Or just stay in the comfortable modern farmhouse, which sleeps about 11 guests comfortably. There's enough space there to throw events like weddings, graduation parties, retirement parties, or just relax and rejuvenate in the beautiful Vermont landscape. They're booking for the summer already. Here we are. It's almost February, and they're already booking for the summer. So check them out. River Ridge Farms. They're on Facebook, and you search them by looking for River Ridge Farms Jeffersonville. Or do the same with Airbnb, but River Ridge Farms Jeffersonville. You got to throw in the Jeffersonville or you're going to be inundated with River Ridge Farms. River Ridge Farms, Jeffersonville, Vermont's recreation lover's dream. Eliza Neals, our guest here on the Music of America podcast, a singer, songwriter, opera singer, trained that's becoming blues, soon to be blues icon. How about that?
1: (laughs) Cool. If you said so, I'll take it.
0: (laughs) How about this? How about this? You get a phone call from somebody. Uh And they say, uh, we're casting this new movie, but she's not here anymore. We want you to play or do the vocal of this person. Who would that, who would you do?
1: Hmm. Well, that's a tricky one. People always say I sound like Coco Taylor. I mean, uh, Etta James or like Janis Joplin or a little bit like um, Stevie Nicks. There's a few people. So I don't know any of them, I guess. I would do it. Yeah,
0: is there one style that influences you more than the other out of those four that you named?
1: I would just say like I I, I love I love a classic rock bluesy gritty style vocal like even Mavis Staples you know yeah um, the Temptations Marvin Gaye it just has to have a lot of soul uh-huh. so I don't have one.
0: When you were listing the the four that you listed, I could see. And hear, either see or hear you in each of those. Like you have almost a Stevie Nicks kind of a presence, you know. And you have yeah. a little, you have a lilt to your voice that also gets raspy, you know. Yeah. You've got a Coco Taylor strength, you know. When Coco came came on stage, was just bam, you know. Uh, Thank
1: right? you. Wow. Yeah. yeah, I love them because they just do. They just do that. They're, it's not planned out. They just kind of do it. It just comes out. That's yeah. what I like about it. It's not well, pre-planned.
0: When you're writing, because you've been influenced so much by the certain styles, right, do Mm -hmm. you sit down and really focus on writing that style, or do you write what you want to write about first and then mold it into that style?
1: Well, it it depends. If I say to myself, I want to write a slow blues, I'll have the style in mind, and then I'll think Mm of the music first and then come up with that, and then I have, like, lyrics stacks and stacks of lyrics. Yeah, I just go through them until I figure out if that's a good story, something I want to write about, and then it goes from there. Sometimes it's finished qu- quite fast. Sometimes it takes maybe, you know, a couple weeks. It depends. Uh-huh. You know, like Black Cromo, I wrote in like two hours.
0: Wow. Do you set time aside? Yeah. Like every week or every couple of weeks, I've, I've got to do some writing? Or do you, do you just write when you feel like writing?
1: Well, it has to come... Uh, like I get like an inspiration for it, uh-huh. but um every day I do like to play and just see what comes out every yeah. day mm-hmm.
0: you just sit at the piano and just do just sit at the piano,
1: just kind of play and see see if something's coming to me. usually something does, and then I just kind of do a quick record of it and keep on going and sometimes I take bits and pieces of different ideas that I had from like ten years ago and bring them to the forefront and then mix that with what I thought yesterday yeah. so it depends yeah
0: we, we call it noodling on guitar yeah yeah it's like yeah. a noodle
1: yeah, yeah just just a kind noodling.
0: of noodle around a little bit and then, uh-huh. then see where you go with it so is it i just hang around with guitar players so i don't know what you piano people mm-hmm. speak i don't know your
2: language kind of, you know? Kind, of,
1: kind of like that you just sit there till you know you play i'll play off songs i like to sing and just rehearse uh-huh. and stuff and just play for a while and uh just start playing and see if some riffs come to me or melodies and it just takes off like that
0: Gotcha. So who are who are Lance Lopez and Peter Keys? Because they're featured on the next song. We're going to do Queen of the Nile.
1: Well, Lance Lopez is the protege of Billy Gibbons from ZZ Top. Wow. Um, he's a Stevie Ray Vaughan. Um, I would say the closest thing I've ever heard to Stevie Ray Vaughan, that's living. And he's on. He's like forty years old. And that's I heard of, he was a supersonic blues machine. Off uh, for a while, and I was just kind of talking to him on Facebook, listening to him play. And um, when I finished Queen of the Nile, I I, I figured, you know what? I'm going to ask Lance if he could play on it. So I talked to my friend Mike. He lived in Nashville at the time. Mike P, the slide player we're talking about. Yeah. And um, we, I told him I wanted to record there. So we, we got a studio to uh, Pennsylvania. And I called Lance. He said he'd do it. And he came to the studio. And then I have certain musicians there I always use, like, Jim, uh, Tim Grogan on drums Jay Bass Cox from Detroit he lives in Nashville now he played bass and then Peter Keys I he's from Detroit too he plays with Leonard Skinner uh-huh. and um, he's always on tour with them. but he was in town the day I called so they all came to the studio and we did it in one take oh
0: amazing how fun is that, yeah. that so I put
1: it down yeah I put the song down with the keyboards uh-huh. showed them the songs had charts for them and then we got the format of the song down I did a a vocal, which I actually kept that vocal. I just punched in maybe one or two background vocals, and all those vocals in the background you hear. Uh-huh. um And then Lance did one take, and that was it. That was a solo.
0: That's amazing. I, I hate people yeah. like that.
1: He's oh, he's gifted. He's beyond gifted. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, if people say I want to play guitar, and then I hear, I, well, are you going to be as good as Lance Lopez? Like, okay, like he's gifted. He's so uh-huh. gifted. I mean, in one take, and he's like, do you want to do it again? And I said no. I go. He said, "Are you sure?" Because you know, you you, sometimes it's. I I probably should have had him do it again for safety reasons. But I heard perfection in my ear, in my headphones. I was like, "Nope, you're good. Let's go to the next song." Next. Have you heard?
0: Have you heard that story about? I just told the story the other day. I think to somebody else in New Jersey. But the story about the gal that does uh, "Give Me Shelter" does the background vocals on that.
1: Oh yeah. You know, she's Lisa Fisher. Huh? Is it Lisa Fisher? That's uh, the background. I I, I I forgot her name. I, I, I forgot her name too. It,
0: name. It, it, I, me too. The background
1: I, singer for "Give Me Shelter." Um, yeah. I think it's Lisa Fisher? I'm not sure. Anyway,
0: they they called her up. She was pregnant. Called her up and said, we, oh, get, yeah. these, we get these she British." Went in the middle checks of the night, yeah. She middle did. of the night, she goes yeah. down there in her pajamas, course, hair and curlers, yeah. does, it in, it. does it in does it one take, Gifts one it. take. Yeah. They 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 did like two or three other takes just in case. They said, "No, we're just going to go with the first one."
1: Mm-hmm. amazing yeah oh yeah that's how it goes like when you get yeah it's you know when the people are real
0: yeah that's why i tell people i i can play guitar but i'm not a guitar player it sounds like uh lance lopez would be one of those guys i would call a guitar oh, right. player he's, yeah.
1: he's a very high bar i mean he's just yeah. like people are like i don't even think i can le-. like i have my guitar players are so good but they're like i can't learn that note for note i go that's <laughs> okay just do your best <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's
2: great no pressure
1: just do your best I'm not but, judging. Let's do, do something good. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Eliza Niels, our guest here. The song is Queen of the Nile, not Queen of Denial, because that was a, an old country uh-huh. song. You know, uh-huh. Queen of Denial, like I'm not. No, no, it's not happening. No, no, I'm in denial. Uh-huh, right. It says Queen of the Nile, featuring yes. Lance Lopez, Peter Keyes, Eliza Niels on the right. Music of America podcast. <laughs>
3: second home breathing new life into your heartless soul mm-hmm. doing things you ain't never been told I shake him Woman, got woman. She's so hard to find. Yes, yeah, she is. Yeah. Oh, you've been days and days and confused. Oh, you're walking, walking off a tight line. Yes, you will. Look into her eyes. i yeah.
0: Featuring Lance Lopez and Peter Keyes, our guest today, Eliza Niels, and that song, Queen of the Nile, here on the Music of America podcast. I'm your host, Tom Pollard. You know, you meet, you fall in love, you commit to each other. That's the easy part. And somehow, after two years or so, things begin to be challenging. Emotions and flair have waned, and you disagree more, feeling disillusioned at times. Well, this period of disappointment can last a long time, even years. That's usually when couples seek out a therapist to help learn better communication skills. Two years after forever, a relationship workbook is dedicated to help those couples find that effective communication. This guidebook, sort of a how-to book, teaches you some skills to learn about communication deficiencies that likely exist, but, but better. It offers exercises to improve those skills, to be better communicators, better partners. Two Years After Forever, it's not a self-help book. It's a workbook. You have to do the work. And if you do these exercises together and apply the lessons learned, you will absolutely see a difference in your relationships, particularly lasting into the future, like forever. Two Years After Forever, author Mike Pollard, 30-year therapist, Two Years After Forever at two twoyearsafterforever.com, and available at Amazon today and forever. Eliza Neal's our guest here on the Music of America podcast. Who would you consider your contemporaries? Like who is on your level uh, of performance? I I was thinking like Mike Zito um, out of Texas. He's on that level. Um, Yeah,
1: he's really great. I love Mike Zito. He's the first person who let me um, open up for him at the Iridium. when When my album came out in 2015, Breaking and Entering. Uh So yeah, he's one of the first people because it was all over radio. So he was really nice and let me do that. But, um, you know, I love all all the people doing it. You know, like Mike Zito's great. um, Well, Sam Fish has really taken off. Yeah. um, She's really doing great. But I do, I mean, all the people that you can think of, I mean, I don't know. I mean, they're all doing their own thing. So I can't really compare who I'm even with or whatever. I just kind of. People do tell me they're hearing about me more and more and more. So I don't know. I, I don't know. I, don't, I can't really answer that. Okay. All I know is the people who are doing, you know, that you know about, hopefully they hear about me. And so in that those same Those are breath. two.
0: Those are two. That I would, I would <laughs> yeah. put you in the, with those two with was Zito. Well, that man? would
1: be nice. That, yeah, that yeah. would be super nice. I did a, um, I, – let's see. We did White Mountain um, Boogie and Blues. Well, Papa Chubby, um, he was – my uh, my guest on stage, and then Mike Zito did a finale that night, and they asked me to sing uh, "Johnny Be Good." So it was a blast. I was oh, on a stage with like ten guys, all guitar players. There were like twenty thousand, thirty thousand people out there, and then I was right in the middle singing with Mike, "Johnny Be Good." It was so epic. Look for that video if you want to see that. That's pretty yeah, no cool. kidding.
0: I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll... so
1: I was up there with all the roof, all the roof records people, and all the his own label. So I was right up there with all them. So maybe that's the answer, but thank you. That's a nice how, thing. Yeah,
0: how about, how about uh, yeah, well, I, I actually, there's a story I'll maybe tell you someday about how I tried to, he wanted to buy an amp of mine. I'll just say that. I bought a, an amp from Sweden, and he really liked it, wanted to play it, and uh I was going to lend it to him and then I, it blew a diode or something and then everything uh-huh. went went a whole different direction. You know how guitar players are. I yeah, got to have, have it got to have it got to have it can't have it okay I'll go to something else.
1: <laughs> right right. Yeah. <laughs> but There's so many people though, you know like I don't know. But there's always a, a great guitar player. That's all I can say. Right. But and um it,
0: and it's tough yeah. when you list because you you know you're going to leave people out and then you say oh shit I should have said you know this guy or this guy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, how about this? How about another way then? Um, When X leaves this world, because we all die, okay, when this person leaves this world, it's going to hit you really hard. Which blues person that's a legend today, is it going to hit you really hard when they leave?
1: Wow. Well, I think my favorite blues people already have passed away.
0: Really? Okay.
1: Uh, I think it would be Buddy Guy. It would have to be because I just played. I didn't want to say that because he's, so vibrant and he's so amazing. I just did, let's see, four times now there we sold it out. Yeah. He comes up on stage and sings with us and plays a whole set with me. So he, he's a, a friend now. And, yeah, I don't even want to even put that in a sentence. But, right. gosh, there's Buddy Guy, there's Bobby Rush still here. That would be, you know.
0: Bobby awesome. Rush is still around.
1: He's 90 years old. Oh, yep. my gosh. He just played last night at Buddy Guy's with Buddy Guy. Uh, Yeah, and I just played there a couple months ago. Sold out. Uh, Buddy was there. Came up on stage, and he uh, he said I effed him up (laughs) for the fourth time.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's funny. Says
1: we we had an X-rated show, no R-rated. R.
0: There we go. Okay.
1: It's R, yeah.
0: Well, the last song we're gonna play is a little bit different. Uh, It's it's called Fueling Me Up, and this thing had my blood pumping. Right before you came on the show, I turned it up. I turned it on, put my headphones on, and cranked it up because I love this song. It's just, it's like got, it's got that old rock and roll feel to it with a whole heavy blues influence. My music, man, I love this. This is like my kind of song. Wow. Oh, and uh,
1: cool.
0: And you wrote this. Hmm. I, I I just I well, love Mike it. Mike P,
1: my friend Mike P, right. wrote um a lot, some of the music. Of course, we collaborate, but mm-hmm. you know most of that song was rewritten and the music was, you know, I played B3 on it and uh, you know, it's, it's one of those songs. that just kind of was a, again, a play on words. Mm -hmm. Um, And I'm glad you like it. A
0: lot of energy, a lot of energy, a lot of dynamics, a lot of great rock influence, great blues influence. And it's like, it's like Mr. Blues met Mrs. Rock and Roll and they got married Uh and they came up with, this song, Fueling Me Up. Eliza oh, Neal's, how about that? How about that? That's a great I way like to market it. it. Yeah, I, like I like it. it. <laughs>
2: mm-hmm.
0: All right, so Eliza Neal's, and the song is called Fueling Me Up here on the Music of America podcast. Fueling me up with Eliza Niels here on the Music of America podcast. Our last guest from the state of New Jersey. Eliza, thank you so much. It, it comes and goes so quickly when you have a, a great talent like you on. And thank you for being a part of the show. Thank you. Thank you. This yes, segment sorry, of the show, this segment of the show, we call Shameless Self-Promotion. This is where, like we heard about this, heard about this. This is where you just blow it up. And let's talk about everything that's coming up from February on throughout 24. Where can we see you? Where can we find you? How can we support you?
1: Okay, first of all, I think thank you for having me. Um just go to my website. Everything's there, Eliza Neals, E-L-I-Z-A-N-E-A-L-S dot com. And you can see all my shows. Like I said, I just got Briggs Farm. I'll play the Iridium in New York City in March. I have Vero Beach Blues Festival in Florida February 24th. Um then Lizzie Rose Music Hall, that's in Tuckerton, New Jersey. So that's all up and coming. So go to my website; you can see all the dates, you can see all the latest press. I have a new single coming out February first. Really? Called something's. Yeah, something's better than nothing. I wrote with Barrett Strong, my mentor, yeah. who passed away this year uh, in January of last. Still, it was this year. It was January right. 2024. While I was on the island of Mystique. Um, doing a festival that Joe Lewis Walker invited me to. Wow. Which I, I have done now four times, three times, one virtual and, uh, Mick Jagger lives there. So, um, it was, it's quite a festival. It's a, uh, <laughs> in the Grenadines, it's all billionaires and oh, wow. rich and famous and Kate <laughs> Moss hangs out there. And it's crazy. So it's a blues festival. And yeah, yeah. so it's a, it's a wonderful time. And, um, I got a phone call and he had passed away um, in in January. So everything I do goes out to Mr. Strong. We love, I love him so much. And he taught me so much. So anyway, that's going to him. So the song that's coming out February 1st, we co-wrote together. It's called Something's Better Than Nothing. So make sure you get that. It'll be um, out everywhere. Like I said, on the 1st, let's see what else. I think that's, what else do we have coming up? Well
0: Sirius, you said you've got you're on Sirius Radio. Oh all yeah, I'm the time. on Sirius
1: XM radio. So you gotta listen to channel seventy-five. Uh, like I said, I have Iridium coming up. What does it say here? Oh Linktree. Yes, Linktree slash Eliza Neals. All my links come up. You can see like merch I sell. I have yeah. jackets, I have cool jackets we make, and I have vinyl, I have CDs, I have t-shirts. Um I'm gonna be getting hats soon. But everything's on Linktree slash Eliza Neal's. Um, you can see everything there. So make sure you you know turn on uh, Bluesville, Channel 75 on SiriusXM, And then I'm on worldwide blues radio stations all over the country. So if there's blues being played, pretty much you're going to hear one of my songs. About um, videos.
2: And I'm videos
1: on-, on YouTube. Just go YouTube slash Eliza Neal's. You can see I have. Hundreds of videos. Now, live videos. Have you
0: ever done? Yeah, there's all kinds of live videos. Have you actually done a music video?
1: Oh yeah, tons.
0: Have you? Okay, cool. Oh
1: yeah, hundreds. We'll is
0: there one that? Is there one you really like?
1: <laughs> I like all of them. Um, oh, I of did "Sugar it. Daddy" um, okay. with Solomon Hicks. You know who that is? I've
0: heard the
2: name. He's
1: a blues guy. Um, yeah. "Sugar Daddy" is a song that uh, the Barrett Strong wrote when he was 16. Oh wow! And I re I rewrote it from a girl's point of view. So that's a really cute video. Um, 10,000 Feet Below is a good one. Um, Queen of the Nile Behind the Scenes is a good video if you want to watch that. It shows you all the guys that were playing on it in, in the studio behind the scenes. Yeah. I just shot a new one for Something's Better Than Nothing, but that's not coming out till the 1st, so you'll check that one out. So, yeah, just go on there and just put Eliza Neal's YouTube, and you'll see all the videos.
0: And it's Eliza, E-L-I-Z-A. One more one more quick trick question, and you don't have to answer this, but you get a sure. phone call from Hollywood, and they say, we're doing your life movie. Who do you have playing you?
1: Oh, wow. Uh, well, everyone always says Lady Gaga and I look alike, but people who know her say, yeah. you know, something about the way we play piano. We have blonde hair. So yeah. maybe Lady Gaga. That'd be fun. Mm-hmm. Eliza,
0: well, thank you. This has been a lot of fun, and I can't wait to watch all these videos now because, uh, I, I really get fueled up by fuel me up. I really did. Awesome. I'm, I'm
1: so glad that's such great. a great
0: song and, uh, uh, be a friend, come on anytime you want, just, uh, get in touch with your boss or, or Doug or whomever that put this whole thing together and, uh, okay. and, uh, tell Zito that, uh, my amp is no longer there for him. <laughs>
1: okay, I will. I'm sure I'll run into him somewhere. And Albert Ooh. Castilla is so nice to me. Who else is really nice? Well, Walter Trouts welcomed me every time. Yeah. He, he, I said, Walter, like I was uh, real quick. It was in um, Callahan's in Michigan where I'm from. And I happened to be in New Jersey, but he was going to Michigan. But he thought I still lived in Detroit. Uh-huh. Says, why, don't you come, why don't you come up and sing? It was like that night. I'm like, oh, uh, yeah, okay. So I got in the car. We drove eight hours. We were there right when the door opened.
0: You're kidding. Wow. He
1: I, I had no idea that I was even injured. He thought I was, you know, because I never say no. Right. If Walter says, come sing, I'm going. You know? Right,
0: right. So I got to go. Uh, but it it's an eight-hour, an eight-hour drive. Day. I don't care. Yeah, I'm going. And that's
1: what happened. That's how our friendship started.
0: So. It's hilarious. Yeah. Great stories. Eliza, can't wait to hear more. And maybe you'll be on in years to come. And until yes. you get... Superstar, then you get above our stratus here because we're bringing oh. in people that are trying to do what you're already accomplishing. It sounds like it's great. Well, Congratulations. I'm doing the best I can. You know. Congratulations and good luck going forward. Eliza thank Niels, you. thank you. Eliza Niels, thank our guest you. here on the Music of America podcast. That wraps up the Garden State. Up next, we're going out west to New Mexico. You've been listening to the Music of America podcast. If you like today's show,